the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a very special and lovely guest on the WIBC hotline. WIBC alumni. Yes. One half of the Chicks on the Right. Amy Joe going by Daisy on the Chicks on the Right show and podcast. Now, Daisy, for those who might not remember, you are down in Texas right now. You live in Texas. You and your family, you moved down there a couple years back. How close to the border action are you? I'm not, like, super close to the border, but I live right off of um, the main artery, which is I-35. So I think that my husband told me once, he goes, I think that's like the main highway where all the drugs come in. Oh, good. <laughs> so I'm like, Wonderful. oh, that's, that's nice. That's really lovely. But yeah, I am. Um, we're OK. We're right. Um, probably about 20 minutes south of Waco. We're right sandwiched in between Austin and Waco in a really small town. Yeah. But so when you're directing like- people how to get to your house, Daisy, do you say if you've gone to where the Branch Davidians are, you've gone too far, you want to be closer yeah, to the drug highway? It's for, you know what's funny about that is that they, that place actually still exists. We've driven by it. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got, you have to go out of your way to get there, but they rebuilt those people. So I know it's kind of weird. Because they knocked it down, didn't they? They pulverized it after the, uh, the fire. Oh, they pulverized. Yeah, they pulverized it, but then they rebuilt like that place, like those people, that place, that whole, they still are there. I mean, they, they rebuilt. Yeah. I mean, they, it's still a thing. Like, isn't that crazy? That is wild. All right. Mm -hmm. So take me through what's happening in your neck of the woods in regards to the border situation because we watch the news here and it seems like it's more chaotic now than it ever has been well i can tell you that like we do a lot of swim meets and stuff like that where we travel we travel a lot all over texas and so cities are different than here than they were even seven years ago when we first seven eight years ago when we first bought land here things i don't want to say that things are decaying but they kind of are like they're City, like crime has gone up. Things have just gotten different. Things have, um, there's just been a, a, a level of decay. Just uh, things are, and things are busier. There's a lot more, obviously a lot more people that have come into Texas. And so it's, you know, because let's just face it, like Biden for the first two years, he's allowed more than 2 million illegals to flow into America. Last year it was 3 million. This year it's going to be 4 or 5 million uh, as yeah, the word yeah. is out. Because glo- because globally, it's like, hey, if you can get here, you can stay here. Because that's their message, right? And then we've got people dying in the Rio Grande. And I, you know, Kit, there's a, what was a three-year-old last week yeah. that we heard dying. And I'd like to know, like, where's AOC? Where are the celebrities that used to cry about kids in cages? Where, where are they? And where are these people on the left who are, you know, open arms, sanctuary city, benevolent people? Where are they? Why aren't they housing these illegals in their homes? You know, these are the folks that have guest rooms in their mansions and guest rooms in their, you know, $400,000 homes. So why aren't they taking them in? Daisy, why aren't they doing it? And, and what kind of message is it sending to people who are still thinking about coming to this country, who are still thinking about, you know, giving their life savings to the human trafficking, to the cartels to get over here, when Joe Biden and the administration just told 475,000 Venezuelans, hey, yeah, we're going to go ahead and give you work permits, and uh, we'll let totally. you stay an extra 18 months. What uh, obvious message is that sending? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> well, because they, they're benefiting, right? They get to benefit, and then we get screwed. But you have to remember, too, like, 
you know, legal and illegal immigration it, it, to, to here, to America, is, it's a main driver to, like, the Mexican economy. I mean, they, benef- they benefit from this. You know, cartels oh, benefit yeah. from this. Sex traffickers benefit from this. I mean, there are a lot of people who are be- – a lot of bad – people who are benefiting from this and including the Biden administration, because think about all the people that are coming to this country who are illegal. And then, you know, they're, they get dispersed and then they, you know, get disseminated all throughout the country. They're going to, they're going to go to, it's not just Texas. I mean, obviously we're overrun, but they're going to, you know, put them in places like New York city and DC and just, and they're going to go all over, all over the country. And then they're going to get the ability to vote. They're going to become Democrat voters. That's what they want. You guys right. they want to turn tech. They want to turn Texas blue, which they've it already is somewhat purple and very purple in a lot of places. And in, it's turning blue in many places in Texas. And that's precisely what they want. They've wanted this fundamental transformation for years. We've been hearing about that. And they're becoming kind of successful with that. So, Daisy, we spoke to somebody last week that was a reporter covering the border, and it's not just the influx of people. It's the humanitarian crisis. You mentioned it earlier. People are drowning in the rivers. People are coming across having nowhere to go. They're sick. They're starving. There's nowhere to put these people. But then you turn on the news and you see Mitch McConnell playing grab ass with Zelensky in Washington, D.C., and Zelensky comes over here and gets more money. Like, as a Texan, as an American, what goes through your mind when you see your border, the United States border, being ignored, but we're giving a lot more money to Zelensky to shore up his border? Oh, my God, my blood boils. It just it drives me insane. I wish we were like Poland right now, you know, because the the Polish president, the Polish prime minister, he's you know, he's basically like up yours. Like we're done with we're done with you. We're done with this. And it's you know, this is a guy who's who's saying stuff like you don't get to talk crap about the Polish people. You don't get to talk crap about us. We're we're done with we don't want illegals coming into this country and we're just not having it. Don't insult us ever again. And, you know, Zelensky gives him crap about it. And he's like, I don't care what you have to say. I kind of wish our president I don't kind of I wish our president thought that it was his duty to give a crap about Americans and America. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, that would be pretty amazing. So we just spent, what, $113 billion to give to Ukraine? He wants $24 billion more. And there's a, a well, this, I think it was CNN poll that said that 55% of all of us oppose more funding. And it's like 71% of Republicans, 100% of Republicans should be opposed to this. 100% of us should be opposed. But 71% of Republicans oppose it. And Rand Paul is the only one who has any, like, sense, I feel like, with this. I'm sure there are, like, maybe a few others. But Rand Paul is so out and outspoken about this. Because we're broke. We're borrowing money from China to even get money to give to them, (laughs) which is completely outrageous you guys like i can't believe it's we shouldn't be doing this we're broke it's we just we don't have we need to be taking care of our country and our cities that are in absolute decay right now and we are not in a position to be giving money to ukraine and paying ukrainian pensions oh it's outrageous it's outrageous and and there's no oversight Rand paul is exactly right he keeps on talking about no accountability of where any of this money is going i have a feeling in a few years if not right now there are going to be like really 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 rich people living in ukraine and Zelensky has got to be one of them right and he he has the audacity to get on i think it was at the un he had the audacity to, to talk about 
humanity and us like failing on our climate yeah. policy objectives. <laughs> like that guy's like, are you? He's he's in the middle of a war and he's worried about the freaking weather. Are you like? <laughs> but you know what I thought about that, Daisy? Yeah, he was lecturing the United States on climate change, and the only reason he was doing that, I think, is because he knows the American people dislike this war in Ukraine. They don't like the support we're giving them. Uh, they don't like all the money that's going over there while our border is open. And so Zelensky is pandering to the lefty of the leftists uh, when he talks I, about climate change. I mean, I guess that's who he has to, yes. to pander to at this point. Right, because he knows it's, it's out- unpopular. It's outrageous. Chatting yeah. with Daisy from the Chicks on the Right program. Daisy, it's debate week. It feels like Woo-hoo! this debate is lacking yeah. a little sizzle. <laughs> like the first debate, people were still wondering, you know, is Trump going to show up at the last minute? He said yeah. he wasn't going to show up, but is he going to show up? Plus, it was the first debate. Here we are for number two. We know Donald Trump's going to be in Michigan speaking to the striking auto workers. Does this debate do anything for you? Oh, my God. Do you think anybody's going to watch this, you guys? It's like, wah, 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 So, I, okay, I, I have a prediction. This is a bold, bold prediction. You guys All ready right. for it? I think, I think Doug Burgum is going to be the sleeper. Wow. Oh, come on. Doug. Doug. I'm serious. Doug. I'm, 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 yep, Doug. I'm putting it out there. I feel like everybody else, we kind of know, like, what they stand for, who they are. You know, you got, like... Yeah, I mean, because you got Chris Christie, he's like going to be talking about stalking Trump. You got yep. Tim Scott, he's like super nice dude. Pence is like, a sta- no one cares. Pence, go away. He's like establishmenty. We already know what Vivek is all about because he's like, he's kind of, he's Mr., you know, I, he's just out there. He's and Trump fanboy. People like what he, he is. He's, and I, I think the millennials really liked him. But, and the reason I said Nikki, and you know I like Nikki Haley. I like her. I feel like she could be tapped as a VP at this point. But we haven't heard much from Bergam. We haven't heard much. And the reason I Unless you're talking about Ukraine. Hot damn. He loves talking about Ukraine, Daisy. He wants to give all of our money to Zelensky, just like we talked about. I hate that. I hate that. I, I hate that about him. I do. And listen, and we're we're hopefully we're actually going to have him on our show here in the next couple weeks. And I'm going to like grill him about that. I'm going to grill him on that. But but here's the thing. I have millennial kids. And the reason that I think he's kind of like a little bit of a he, um, a wild card is because my millennial kids keep telling me, listen, we really like Vivek because he has all these great ideas and it's awesome and blah, blah, blah. But they look at a lot of these millennials, I say a lot of mine, it's, they, they have been telling me that they like him because he looks like the stable dad. And they need a state. We need a stable dad right now. And I'm like, OK, well, this is interesting. It's an interesting perspective. OK, because I don't look at him that way. Because there are other people that I'm kind of I'm eyeing right now. And DeSantis, you know, we really like DeSantis and I like Trump. And, I, you know, these are the people. But they are like, I, this guy is really interesting. He's sort of flying under the radar. I just want to see more of what he has to say. So I'm just putting that out there. I just think it's interesting because you look, you have to ask other people what they think, other conservatives. And I think the millennial perspective is an interesting one. Got about 30 seconds left. So will you be watching the debate Will you be watching Trump do his speech, or will you just take a bath and say, screw it? I will be having to flip back, back and forth because I'm forced to, you guys. But maybe I'll do it from the bathtub. We all watch this stuff so you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. <That's the> mantra. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She is one yep. part of the Chicks on the Right, chicksontheright.com. Check out the podcast. Check out the site. Daisy, thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a good week.